all about rock. Smooth out the ripples of the day with all that jazz from 10 to 11 p.m. Sunday to Thursday on Easy FM. Back to the doodrop. 2021年，狗狗苹果的第一任鼓手 Rob Turner 宣布离队，第二任鼓手 John Scott 加入。在加入 Coco Penguin 之前 ，John 曾经去看过他们的现场。Before you join this band, do you listen to them? Yeah. Well, I, I, like, I saw a couple of shows. I went to, a,、uh, we crossed paths on the road a bit. So, like, a few festivals would be playing on the same bill. I would, I'd be out with a different band, so I'd watch the set.、Um, I went to see them at Union Chapel in London、uh, once, and yeah, I, I, I wasn't. It wasn't like one of the main things I was listening to, but I definitely was aware of the music.、And、I think when when I when Nick called me to join, and then I had to really do a bit of a deep dive and properly listen to the music to to figure out if I, if I thought I could bring something to it. And and、uh, yeah, I think that's when I, I kind of engaged with it a bit more deeply and and got into. These ideas, like Chris was talking about, the layered concept that really came across to me. Then,、uh, yeah. So I was,、uh, I listened to the music, but I wasn't like a fan. When Yuri 的贝斯手 Nick 打电话给 John 邀请他加入 GoGo Penguin 的时候，他仔细聆听了 GoGo Penguin 乐队所有的专辑，认真思考他的加入可以给乐队带来哪些新鲜的东西。我们现在听到的就是在2022年。新人鼓手 John Scott 加入乐队后，首次参与录制的 EP《Between Two Waves》当中的第一首作品《Bad Deep》。
斯手 Nick 回忆说，当时他在花园里边接到他们的经纪人的电话，给他推荐了一位新的鼓手 John Scott。他们两个人很久以前就认识了。Yeah, so me and John had played some gigs a long time ago, um, and um, generally I'm a little bit fussy about drummers. So <laughs> I, I remember、um, again, John had done some more recent playing with Matthew Holsall, and he, our manager, we have the same manager, so our manager suggested John to me. I remember. I remember being in my garden actually at home for some reason. That always sticks in my mind. And he's like, "What about John Scott?" You know, he phoned me up and said, "I know the perfect guy." He's like John Scott, and I was like, "I do like John, but I just I don't know if he likes his kind of music or plays his kind of music or." But I did like his playing. I remember from all those years ago, and that was important because some of the drummers. Might have been suggested, and and it's just like no for whatever reason. But he was like, oh no, John, John could work, but I just didn't know if he liked this kind of music. Anyway, it turns out he he does, and he can play this kind of music, so it would work really well. So、um, yeah, I remember it was a very very strange time for me because my mother was unfortunately, sadly, you know, like、um, she had cancer and she passed away, and so I remember phoning you on the way driving over to see my mum. To take care of her until the end, and I thought I better just、um, phone John and、uh, just see what he thinks before I kind of don't think about music because there's too many terrible things happen in life. And so we had a, I'm pulled over in the car and we had a chat and stuff. And no idea that that was going on. I just got this call from Nick. His number came up, but we hadn't spoken for years. And you phone because I phoned him. He's going to be like, "Hello, who's this?" And he was like, "Nick." And I was like, "Wow, I don't think we've talked for like ten years." Well, no, we had. We'd seen each other, but we hadn't played for months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick 当时正经历他人生当中最艰难的时刻，他的母亲患了癌症。他在开车去照顾母亲的路上打电话给 John， 没想到他们两个人一拍即合。在经历了疫情。Nick 的母亲患癌症去世，鼓手宣布离队 ，Chris 的儿子又刚刚降生。这一切突来的变化，给乐队带来挑战的同时，每一个人都希望有新的改变。Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you know, as we said, things were getting a little bit rough、uh, around the time that we did Go Go Penguin, the self-titled album. Things were difficult, so you know, we had. Time through the pandemic that forced us to just be at home for a while. You know, we couldn't go out and travel and perform, and then being able to come back and have this fresh start again of, you know, getting to know somebody new, but getting to know them, you know, as a friend, but then as a musician, and all of that coming together, and being able to revisit the music and just revisit music in general. You know, I, I did use that time. You know, everyone used it in their own way, but for me, I was using it as a bit of a break from music in some ways. When I was staying at home, my son had only been born a few months before、uh, the lockdown happened in the UK, so it was nice to have family time and think a bit differently about things in life. And then when we came to play together, it felt really exciting. It felt really new and felt really fun. And、um, And it was nice to then get busy. You know, we we got thrown really into it. I think that helped because it gave it some momentum and some direction. We weren't just you know taking too too long over things. It was like right, let's just get going. And it was you know, really like let's make an EP now. Yeah, yeah. We, we well, recorded the EP before we'd done any touring. Yeah. Well, I think、yeah. with the, with that because we the idea of going into the studio was just let's see what happens. And it, it was a bit of like because at that point we didn't know whether we were going to have one track, two tracks, five tracks, ten tracks. We had no idea. And in the end. It was really nice to do that EP because it felt very much like a, an experiment, and it was fun, and there were a lot of different things going on in there. But there was also no real pressure. It was kind of—I mean, we say that. I guess there was, you know, from the fans. The fans were going to be thinking, "Oh, here we go, you know, something new finally from Go Go Penguin. Everything's been quiet, and there's a new drummer, and you know, it's like, yeah." But we didn't feel the pressure. You know, it was very much like we can just have fun. We can go into this studio. Beautiful studio as well, incredible place,、uh, real world, and yeah, I've been there. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Beautiful. 在新鼓手 John Scott 加入乐队之后，他们三个人立刻投入创作，在著名的 Peter Gabriel 的美丽的录音棚 Real World Studio 录制完成了一张由五首全新的作品组成的 EP Between Two Waves， 标志着乐队再一次获得新生。我们现在听到的是 EP 当中的一首 Ascent， 上升。
So that EP, those five tracks, they were the first that we wrote together and that we recorded together with John. Yeah. yeah. So John, you from this EP, you pick one. Uh, I'm going to pick Wave Decay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I love that that track. Uh, yeah, we are playing that tonight. I mean, it, it had that Chris's piano idea was the first thing I heard, and immediately just felt like there was a space in this, and it was it felt different from the other things, but connected. And the guys really didn't put any pressure on me to sound in a particular way. We just felt our way through it, and uh, I just rem I remember listening back to to the the mix of it. And, and getting goosebumps and being like, oh, I think this is a really nice piece of music. Um, and for me, all of that EP, from my side, there's a kind of naivety to it because it was before I started properly learning the old music for, to, to tour with. So it was really just the interaction between the three of us without the history of the band, from at least from my side. Um, and then obviously after that, I spent a lot more time really engaging with Rob's parts on the old tunes and I think that fed more into the, the album afterwards but I, I did like that sort of beautiful naive moment John Scott 在2022年加入乐队之后，参与录制的第一张 EP《Between Two Waves》当中的一首他个人最喜爱的作品《Wave Decay》。2023年 ，Gogo Penguin 终于推出了
他们的第七张录音室专辑，有着一个温暖而又积极向上的名字。Everything is going to be okay. Well, I think you know. I mean, we talked earlier about how the titles sometimes are quite abstract and they don't have too much of a meaning. But with this, I mean. You know, there was, as Nick was briefly saying before, you know, we, there were some very difficult things, in, you know, personally in our lives. But the music was a really positive thing.、Mm-hmm. The music and the the space that we could make music in,、mm-hmm. and the people that we were making music together with, all of that was very, very beautiful, meaningful, and gave us a lot of hope and a lot of support and a lot of kind of structure in life when it was all very chaotic and things were. And that wasn't just for us. You know, we recognised that when we're trying to. Make this music. It's for everybody. It's for anyone who can listen to it, who wants to listen to it, and you know that was a universal thing that we recognise. You know, people always go through difficult times,、mm-hmm. and the last few years have been difficult for a lot of reasons.、Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it was important that we were honest about that and reflected on that. And and obviously, when we write music, we have to draw on our own experience, and I think that's the best way we can make music is to. Use what what happens to us as a, an inspiration for that, but then always with a, a, a what's the right way of putting it? Always looking outside as well, you know. So looking inwards and thinking about what we feel and what we want to do, but being aware of what's going on with other people,、mm-hmm. and being aware of、um, you know how things are affecting other people in the world. And so I think with this, it was really that message of trying to be hopeful and trying to be positive and trying to be.、Um, Bright and warm, and and connect with people, and talk to people, and say something. And Nick came up with the title. I mean, I yeah, when he said it, you know, I, rem- I remember at first it was just a working title. We kept it as an idea in the background, thinking, you know, it's kind of cool, maybe it'll work. And the more we sat with it, the more we kept coming back to it. It's like it's really good. It's a really good title. It means something. It says something. It connects with people. On the music, we normally send a demo to our manager and to the label. He sends it onto the label and say it's all it's all working stuff. And a lot of them have silly titles or they're not very you know. We know we're going to change it, but、um, everything's going to be okay. Was something that I took from just a sticker that was on my bass amp that I see every day when we're in the studio. And so I was like, that's a, we had an idea that started with the bass. Chris put an amazing piano part to it, and it's like, what are we going to call it? And I would just look at the stickers, call it everything's going to be okay. But then it took on more of a meaning.、There's, there was a lot of really heavy personal stuff, and COVID had happened. And so when we sent the tracks through as a demo to the label, they were like, we really like that title. And it's like, oh well, 
yeah, I wasn't thinking, I wasn't sure if we we're going to keep it, but then it just seemed to fit with everything that happened because it was, it's a very sort of strange personal time for me, but it's not just me, you know, everyone and COVID and everything, so it seemed to fit. Jazz up your life Sunday to Thursday with Yo Dai on All That Jazz. Now we like to do Pinkren在2023年的专辑当中，另外一首有着积极而又非常励志的标题的作品 You Are Stronger Than You Think. And also the cover, it's a beautiful scenery of the, the sky, blue sky, and it's a you know bright side of the life to people. When we were recording it, it was beautifully sunny. It was the hottest day in the UK for quite a long time. Um, in the middle of that session, and we were sat in the garden, at real world, eating. Really nice food and and spending quality time together. Without you know, I think there was a lot going on, especially for Nick at the time and and for you. But it did feel like a, a kind of supportive environment, I think. And we, you know, so I designed the cover for a few of the last albums, a few of the last records. And one of the things that we've, I mean, you can see from looking through the history of the records, there was a lot of quite um, illustration, very. Quite flat, very digital, very electronic looking, and that was cool. And it suited the music. I think it worked really well. But then, with with all of these changes and all of these different feelings that we had about the music and the way we are as a band and the way we are as people, just in general, we wanted something that reflected that. And we started talking about photographic ideas,、um, you know, maybe including that rather than illustration. But I'm not a good photographer, so I found. Different images. It's actually a. I started manipulating loads of different pictures. Some of it, the, the sky is actually just paint. I just, you know, coloured that and made a picture of that.、Um, but then found, you know, pictures of birds and then old film、um, where things like the edges of burnt or、um, like it's been damaged by water and things like that. And then layering it all up on top of each other to to create the image. But again, it was you know I was trying to think, you know, that feeling of everything's going to be okay. That feeling of Being really positive, and you know, maybe something bad is happening in life, but you have that moment of feeling like things are okay. I thought about, you know, you look up at the sky and you see birds flying. Everyone's done that. Everyone, no matter where you are on the planet, you know, everyone has that. They can relate to that idea of like just looking up at the sky and it feeling really open and really warm, and birds just flying over. And you, you know, I think it's just a really peaceful image, and it felt like it was a nice thing to kind of combine with everything that we'd had going on at that time. And, And what the music represented, and what we wanted to say to people. Yeah.
Manchester is a lot of uh, music history and uh, very important to the music from uh, UK. Yeah. You grew up in Manchester. You must uh, have some your favorite Manchester band or music, right? I mean, the, the only person who actually grew up in Manchester is John. Well, I mean, it's funny because growing up in Manchester, I was listening to lots of American bands. Mm-hmm. But there were things in the air, you know, 808 State were around, that kind of, at the tail end of the Acid House scene, the Hacienda thing, the Grand Central hip-hop thing, a lot of that. Um, Yeah, it was more a feeling of being in a city that had a big cultural output for its size. You know, it's always punched above its weight. And, And it always, I think it often went against the kind of fashion sometimes and, and had its own identity so it, it, rather than specific bands it was more of a just a feeling of being in a, a musically important city you know and, and wanting to create music mm-hmm. um, with that spirit yeah. with i love a lot of manchester bands uh, you know that's kind of how i got into music through my older brother so he um that's how i started playing it was the stone roses and the smiths uh, probably my favorites but yeah new order as well yeah Enjoy division, yeah. Enjoy division um, because Manchester, in a lot of people's mind, is very dark, mm. very um, depressing, <laughs> and, and, and in reality, <laughs> <laughs> it rains a lot. It rains a lot. I think that's why everybody just goes into like. There's a lot of old mill spaces that the the rehearsal rooms are in, and people just go in there because it rains and make music. It's often really cold. But in your music, not always, not always, always yeah, uh, yeah. depressing. Well, this is, I mean, you know, we, we joke about it. It is true, it rains a lot in Manchester, but when it's sunny, it's a beautiful place. And I think there's a lot, there's so much going on, not just within music, there's a lot going on. Um, there's a lot of people from all over the world. I mean, um, we were ch- chatting about this the other day, but I think there's more languages spoken within Manchester than there are in any other city in the country. And it's got a very big multicultural um atmosphere to it which i think you know everyone brings their own things food's a big part of it you know the fact that you know you get all these people bringing their things that mean something to them and their culture and their ideas and you know that was what attracted me partly to to being there i was originally from a town not far from where nick was from in yorkshire and it was a nice town but manchester was exciting i used to save up little bits of money and get on the train and go to manchester to see gigs and it always felt like somewhere that was um exciting there was a place called Affleck's Palace it's still around and as a kid that place was I'd never seen anything like it you go in and it's this beautiful building on the outside but every single thing inside is completely different you know there's somewhere that you can buy clothes if you're a goth and you know it's like all black leather and big boots and you know black lipstick and and then there's a cassette shop and then there's a cafe and then there's the piercing shop yeah and then there's the place that's like selling posters and I always remember as a kid, you know, that was like, you'd save you money because you wanted a poster of the band that you like and things like that. And there were all these different things, but it just felt like it was all crammed into a tiny little space and, and it was exciting. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you know, we felt a bit too old, but like, when they, like recently and it's like, it's not changed and it's great.
audience are very young, and they fall in love with your music. Maybe they can discover more band like your.、Yeah. Do you have a recommendation of besides Gogo Pinker and other band your favorite? Well, for, for in the UK and trying to think of people that do, you know, some of the stuff that kind of we do. And I mean, there's some friends of ours, Mammal Hands, who、uh, we've known for a long time. But I've, I've, there's a project that two of the guys from that band do called Sunder Arc that I think's brilliant. It's more electronic,、um, but they also incorporate acoustic instruments within that,、um, and I think the sound of that's really cool.
Um, we, there's not a lot of people I can think of, um, you know, in terms of like doing what we do really. But I mean, there's a friend of ours as well, a guy called Daudi Matsiko, who's just a beautiful musician, plays guitar and sings, but he, he's just released his second album. Is it his first? All right. I th- All right. I thought he'd uh, done. Was that just like an EP? Ah, oh, okay. My mistake. Yes, his first full album, and it's beautiful. Really good music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I play on. Yeah, because he's, he's a good friend of ours, so I play on one of the tracks on the album as well. Thank you very much. Thanks for your time. Yeah, and uh, 
I remember, I do remember the food in Real World Studio. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. great. Yeah. Every day different. Yeah.